Hey, Internet, welcome back to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast where we continue the march into madness. I'm Raza Malik, and I'm joined with my Amaze Balls co host, Bailey Nargang, also featuring the lovely Wine Mom, the arbiter of everything TikTok and YouTube. Hey, it's Wine Mom. Bailey here. Gotta drop that reminder that you can find this show on any streaming service you use. Remember to leave a sassy review, and you wanna bash us or our opinions generally? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe some other places in the future. I join these guys weekly to keep their egos in check as we break down complex social issues and talk about why your kids shouldn't be watching family vloggers. We talk about real-ish on a real level. Ain't got time for the Twitters? Don't worry, we have collectively wasted our existence combing the internet for you. Also, before these two get carried away, don't be shy. Join our Discord for the inside scoop. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can work your way up your our very own class system. And don't worry, it's pay to win. So welcome back to another episode of Same Shit, Different Day, where we try not to rip each other's heads off. Let's get it. What's up, internets? Welcome to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast with a name that we can't say anymore. This week, we want to talk about something that we all struggle with. Misinformation, right? But that's our big thing to tackle. So before we get preachy or give our own opinion, uh, give our own like definitive ideas on how to deal with it, we wanted to have a discussion on like how each of us approach the issue individually. So we got a few questions lined up, a la Raza being a great, great script writer. And I would like to toss it to each one of us so that we can give our personal ideas or opinions on our experiences relating to it. So to start off with, right, we're going to do the most tricky one and is going to Raza first. What is misinformation? M- misinformation, as Wine Mom said off, I'm going to steal Wine Mom's oh, example. Okay. That's not <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's fine, I'll allow it. I, I said I'm going to steal it. Um, uh, uh, it's broken telephone. Essentially, like, if you get a sort of, like, new piece and then you, you try to break it down, you, uh, it's it, it gets broken down in a way that can give you the wrong sort of information. It, what a lot of news outlets do this, like, Fox, can I say, can I say Fox? Fox? Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah. That, uh, like, they do kind of a lot of um, misinformation uh, because it helps their um, ratings, but generally misinformation is just telling the story in a not in an ahistorical way, meaning it's not, it's, it's, it's true, but it's not all true. There's, like, either stuff that's left out or there's a little bit of a uh, an over exaggeration of the truth, over or or okay. an embellishment of the story. Cool. Not good. <clears throat> Sorry, I would just like a, I would I would just like to correct Raza. I said that information is broken telephone for adults. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Okay, so for I agree. That's go. my contribution. Okay, I support that. I also feel like on that same note, but a little bit more meta, is it's not understanding your own personal perspective as you look at things, right? Yeah. So not yes. being aware of the filters you may place upon how you read and interpret events. 
So next question, same cycle we're going to go through, all right? When looking up current events, what can one do to navigate around misinformation? Razzy Dazzy. Do your own um, research. Um, make sure the sources you get are, are um, what was the word? Um, are like they have good, have a good um, reputation in, in the community. They are credible. Um, and then just do do a lot of the stuff, a lot of the legwork on your own. Because if you're gonna ask somebody else to do it, chances are they're gonna inject their own personal biases on them and that also kind of ruins <clears throat> real or or the actual like truth of, of the story mm. okay yeah i see that i see that yeah. wine mom and that's like again um, i'm curious how you sorry, interpret ahead. this oh boy well how i avoid misinformation yeah because i think yeah. you like use the internet in a way that many people relatably do i'm poisoned by having to see it through work so i'm curious how you right. use the internet okay well first of all if i see something and I'm really unsure whether i can believe it or not i ask i ask the people i know who do journalism <laughs> that's one of the first things i do um but no in all seriousness whenever i am looking up a topic or something I try to get as many media sources as possible. I try to cross-reference and really I just try to use some logic. Um, mm -hmm. And like, honestly, like I, I've told you guys this before, like I watch the parliament stuff that's that you see that, that sometimes it's on the news. Like I, as a kid, even I used to watch that stuff on TV because I wanted to hear the actual arguments to know what is actually going on in the political, political climate. Mm -hmm. um, and then especially like with what's currently happening in Ukraine, I try to find people who are everyday people who live in Ukraine right now, who are posting updates regularly. And I try to cross cross reference that with what I'm seeing in the news <laughs> Um, and I think also a really big one is I try to challenge my bias. So if I have an idea where I'm like, this is what's true and I know this is true, I try to discredit myself in order to find out if I'm right or if I'm wrong, if that even makes any sense. But basically I just try to like challenge my opinion and see if it's just a biased opinion or if there's a pattern from like a larger group. Yeah, yeah, I that's really that well put. More, yeah, actually, that's smarter than what most people do. I like that a lot. Just, I I can't even really add that much in terms of my personal opinion because it covered most of the bases. Like, mm -hmm. I I enjoy your idea of not only challenging your personal opinions but like checking ground level humans and what they're doing. Um, yeah. I think it's also important to understand what interests the people around you may have in the subject. So as you're understanding misinformation, it's also trying to understand like what type of people are giving you that news source or who you found it from. Yeah. So as you're like looking at it, like is it your friend who's like a little bit more into like his trucks and like, you know, farming? So maybe you should be a little 
understanding of the political perspective that may come from, you know? That's a big, that's a, that's a very big point. Is it like, it's very easy. It's very easy to automatically discredit someone whose political opinions do not align with yours. Because I will say 90% of the time, I know Roz is going to agree with my political opinion. So when I go to him for a question, he's going to give me all the answers that align with what I'm thinking. So I have in the past, I have had conversations with people who don't have aligning political opinions with, with me mm -hmm. so that I can pick apart their stories and also like cross-reference their sort of, I guess, where they're getting their information. I literally just had a conversation with a family member, I'd say like maybe a month ago about the convoy and she relayed some information to me and I was like, first of all, that's already been discredited along multiple platforms. So that's mm -hmm. not anywhere true. But like, where did you get that information, right? And I just asked like, you know, like, oh, I, like, I wanna know, did you get that info? Like, I wanna, I wanna chat, I wanna read it. Um, literally, it was just a random person at the grocery store. And I was like, mm. this is why you can't just, you can't just yeah. take political opinions that are being tossed at you and be like, this is accurate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Challenge, challenge yourself and like, don't be afraid to ask people their sources. That's a big thing. Ask them their source. What's the problem? So the, ne yeah. so the next one that leads yeah. into the next question very well, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So why is combating misinformation important? And regardless of the political spectrum, right? Like regardless of if you're right on the conservative side or the liberal mm -hmm. side, right? Like why is it dangerous? Because so because it it stokes up the wrong type of a um, reaction. It can be a violent reaction, or it can be a fear um, reaction, or it can be like a reaction that is not good for the public well-being. So you want to be like this whole Rona thing that happened. The amount of misinformation that happened like, that came out of it riled up the wrong reaction, and it's and now we're seeing the consequence of that sort of misinformation. So it just. Uh, misinformation uh, is is there to serve your own in interest, mm -hmm. right? So like you're 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 going to be when you're looking at these things, you have to figure out why there is this misinformation going on. Maybe you could be driving a certain point, or it, it could be uh, arguing a certain point. It just mm -hmm. there because everybody has an opinion. <laughs> regardless of how, how I'm right or wrong it is. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so I'm the, the question ultimately is, why is it important to combat misinformation? And yeah, I think like, of, yeah. yeah, I mean, regardless of political um, standing, why it's important is because you have to be careful what kind of information you take as gospel, right? Because if you take the wrong information and you so proudly carry that around, then you become part of the misinformation circle. And like, that's embarrassing. And maybe, maybe that's not a nice way to like, or maybe not a nice reason for me to give people to like <laughs> combat misinformation is like, do you want to look stupid? No. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to like, because this is the thing, even if somebody has an opinion that doesn't align with mine, if they are educated in what they're talking about and they're showing me non-misinformation opinions, right, 
I'm probably going to take you a little bit more seriously and I'm going to be willing to have a discussion with you more so about moralities versus like political opinions. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you come to me with a bunch of like random misinformation that you got from some Reddit form, I don't respect you enough to have the conversation. So even if you have a legitimate opinion or response or fact, I don't care. You know what I mean? So it's like, so to like feel confident in yourself and yeah. So, so you don't look stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you guys are, you guys, your reasons are legitimate. Like, don't spread misinformation because it cause fear mongering, which we know this already. We've talked about this oh. times. But for me, I, I'm trying to appeal to the people who have these shitty opinions and refuse to challenge them because they think that they are all right and smart and above everyone. But it's like, you look stupid. Yeah. yeah so stupid. then that's where mine <laughs> comes in differently is that I yeah. see it as. Something that's a unifying issue that we see across the board and across the political mm-hmm. issues or, or war-based issues right now is the demand for freedom, right? And, and mm-hmm. wanting justice, right? And this yeah. misinformation distracts you from your ability to educate yourself on how to politically organize, how to create any sort of impactful movement, on how mm-hmm. to change infrastructure within your society, on how to alter the banking system in the favor of your culture or or, or community, right? It's it's mm-hmm. it's a big distraction for something that I think mad people could benefit from taking the time to understand because then you can truly feel like you're participating in this. Half the reason people yeah. feel like they can't trust anything is because they don't understand what you're engaging with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh I, well, no, so like I, I agree, but there's just one thing that I always think about when I think about the political climate, right, is the way that I choose to look at politics. Maybe I'm derailing a little bit from what we're talking about, but the way that I choose to look at politics is I think about when my mom or my grandmother were younger and the political climate surrounding them was definitely not favorable and they had opposing opinions to their older family members or grandparents or whatever and how desperately they wanted to be heard and understood right uh-huh. so when i take politics into account now as an adult i try and always always look at new political opinions or motives or movements or whatever and i try and look at them as that younger person wanting to be heard and understood because I would hope that one day when I have a child, if their political opinions are not my own, that I have enough respect to listen and understand and try to find common ground. And I, and I say this in the nicest way. I say this in the very nicest way possible because I've had this conversation with an older person recently. Once you reach a certain age, the political climate is no longer yours. So shut up. Start listening to what the younger people who are going to live the next 50 years in the political climate have to say. You know what I mean? That's my opinion, but... <laughs> well, I agree. I agree. Like- you know, like, it's their, it's their lives. Like I say, I've said to older people in my life, okay. with all due respect, the political climate, it's my life. This is my my government grow that I have to grow up into and become an adult and have participate in. And you've got like another five years. Shut up. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, like that is a very nicest way. In the nicest society. way, I know it's. I know it's not. I know. I know what you're trying to say, Bailey. But the reality is, is like young people are the people that are going to be moving the new politics, and it's what they want for the next however many years. Of course, you would hope that you would be thought of in that decision, but it's like when it comes to things that are more important to young people, like healthcare and education, agree, but stuff like that. It becomes such a slippery slope, right? Because then who decides who's worthy of making these decisions? Of course, but it's right. like we continue to fight old people problems in but politics. At the same time, you got to consider them regardless, because no matter, they, there are far too many old fucking people in charge of everything, and it is way yeah, too Yeah, they make up it. a lot of our, of our world, so you have Which to... Which is the like, problem. Like, yeah, so you have to, like, like right now, we have to, like, know what they're saying, and we have to understand where they're coming from, because they could make or break the, the, the world, and it sucks. It's, it's right. horrid. It's horrid. Look at yeah. Japan. That's Japan's, the problem. Japan's like a case study yeah. of this, right? Well, I mean, and we're, so what like, we're currently watching happen is an old man's problem. Yes. I don't yeah. want to get into that right now. I would like to keep it Of course it not. So how do you educate someone when, <laughs> like, the narrative could be taking a spin for the worse right so it's like without any specific issues in mind right you're, you're having a debate with your buddy how do you go like hold up maybe we both need to go do some googling what is the most effective way of doing that would you suggest well, that's a tricky one um you say well, i don't want to get into it right now let's that's what you say <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! See a joke when there's a joke being made and laugh. <laughs> See a joke and laugh. No, but in in if if you are getting into a situation where you're finding that it's becoming an argument more than a conversation, there is nothing wrong with saying, "Okay, I need to take some time to like actually look into what you're talking about before we continue this conversation." Like it's okay. This is the big thing. It is okay to say you don't have enough information to have the argument. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. Come back mm -hmm. later. Yeah, it's it's just like you, you like, and I, and I think ultimately we all want to be right in our, our own way. Mm -hmm. and we don't Absolutely. really back down. Yeah, and we don't really back down. So when we say, oh, I don't know about that, maybe I should come back some more information people will say, will say that as a as like a sign of, of weakness but like okay he's not he clearly does not know what he's talking about so i can just hit him with more hard facts even mm -hmm. even though they're wrong so i think it's a matter of just knowing yourself and like being like okay i don't know too much about this maybe let's take a breather let me teach myself on this and then come back and it'll be a it'll be a f f f fair discussion where both people are on the same playing field yeah i i will say i've been in an argument um where someone is pushing some narrative down my throat and mm -hmm. i will say oh really i didn't i'm gonna look that up N mm -hmm. and the response is no don't look it up take take what i'm saying as fact oh, and it's shit. like that's when you know the argument is done because there is no room to grow. And it's like, yeah, 
as much as there's like, oh, let's not get heated. Let's just learn when people don't have the capacity to expand their knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you get to the point where you're, yeah, you're right. talking to someone and they don't want you to double check their facts. That's, that's a person you just, just leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm fully on board with that. So it's like pretty much just yeah. making sure we're all on board to take a breather and revisit mm -hmm. is what I would say, especially as advice yeah. to others, right? Is to take a mm -hmm. breather and then calmly <laughs> come back to the situation. And it's okay to admit you don't know, you know? Or you but, could fight like we do. That's okay. Yeah. Or you could start a podcast with your friends and just argue politically and then have people uh, entertain themselves by joining in the chat and then, and then critically arguing with each other afterwards. But yeah. That's for another day. So I've got the next section to break it up before we get to the nitty gritty advice. We're doing the am I the asshole part. Raza picked a good one. It's a good little tit for tat. We'll all be on the same page, but it's a fun combo. So we do have a disclaimer that none of us are from the culture of the story, but it's still, I feel like, pretty something unanimous. And we have a good little diverse perspective. The critical twist is at the end. Okay, so am I the asshole for making a quote unquote racist joke? I, 15 female, was hanging out with my 16 female friend, and we were talking about different cuisines. She brought up Chinese cuisines, and I made a joke saying how I ate dog and snake meat. The joke was because dogs and snakes were my favorite animals. This person themselves is Chinese, who made this joke, right? Right. They're there with their 16-year-old friend, who's a white girl, who then continued to go on a rampage with them going off about how they're racist and how they can't make that joke and how it's inappropriate. But then this Cantonese woman, uh, specifically retorted saying that they have both eaten both those meats and it is something of their culture. Right. So right. it became a tricky situation by the end of it because they got heated the one girl left, the, and then this white girl left and went home and sent a scathing remark saying that the, this is inappropriate and that she's not allowed to do this and that she should never do it. But again, this woman is Cantonese, made these remarks out of personal experience and then yeah. out of what she thought was confidence, right? Is she okay. the asshole for making that joke in the first place? So the Cantonese woman made the joke about eating dogs and snakes. Yes. And admittedly, eight snakes and dogs. Yes. Oh, well, we know I don't well, love that. But yeah, but we know. A joke is a joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I find it like I, I I see this a lot, and like in in my personal experience, I was find it when a you know a Caucasian person gets offended about like a, a racist joke. I find it that's a little a little more insensitive because they are offended uh, it's offended because they are offended not because of the of other parties but generally speaking i don't think this person or the cantonese person is, is is in the wrong yeah i mean i don't think i don't think they are an asshole for telling the joke i mean yeah. maybe the climate wasn't very accepting of the joke um but I mean, if somebody made that joke to me, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't overreact. I would be like, "Ha, huh, it's a little cringy, thanks," and like move on from it, and kind of be like, "Let me just ignore that," because like that 
for me that would upset me because of animals we know this but i mean like yeah. i would just be like okay joke and just yeah. like not hyper fixate on something that doesn't need exactly. to be continued. And I think you, know? you bring up a great point, a great point with that, because that's the white people, white knighting, you know, right? Like you can yeah. express like, yo, there's a little cringe. I found that uncomfortable and leave it at that. You don't have to be like, oh, you know, you're destroying even, the I world. I wouldn't even do and... that though. I would just be like, hey, like I wouldn't even give it anything. Like if I, if I didn't like a joke, like I wouldn't, re I wouldn't react poorly. I'd just be like, okay. And, like, I wouldn't even give it space to breathe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, cool joke. So did I, that's so I got lost. I got lost. So what, ultimately, as we conclude, what is the answer? Are they the asshole? <laughs> no, they're not, they're, not, they're not an asshole. They just, had, they just picked the wrong audience. All right. Okay. I, 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 um, read the room, I guess. Read the room. Yeah. Read the room. That's yeah. I think context again, as always, it seems like every am I the asshole, the answer is context is important. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking. yeah. So now we're going on to the end half, and this is where me and Raza are bringing in a little bit of our own experience. But I think Wine Mom pretty much already fucking summarized how to do this in very clear ways. So <laughs> It's like, what can your average person do to deal with misinformation as they're trying to like interpret the news and take in current events? Again, no matter of what political leaning you have. And then me and Raza, we're going to go off with a couple tips. And then we'll get Wine Mom's thoughts. But since you already gave a good one, then we'll get you to hop in with a pro tip again. And then um, I have one more question after that. So... First, I will start off with is the most simple is like something that Wine Mom already pointed out. It's just like read mad different sources. Okay, so you're in America, read the fucking BBC, read Al Jazeera, read RT, read the Russian propaganda. Like if part of understanding the news is part of understanding what other people are being fed and that will help you understand what the realistic interpretation of things are in the world. Um, and when you go from there, when you understand the two sides of every story, then you can start to check in the sources and do as Wine Mom outlined and check what's going on in the ground. That's when you get into the nitty gritty of Twitter and what's going, what's going on here, what's going on there. And then you contrast it with like, oh, well, this one side's media is saying this and this side's media is saying that, but I saw this happen today, so thus X, Y, and Z. That would be my most realistic advice is to combine those levels of investigation. Now, Raza, what would your tips be? Mine would be a little bit more com complex than, than Bailey's. Uh, mine would be like, first, check the sources. Check how credible the sources are. Get at least three sources, because that's how we, we were taught. And then, yeah, like, get all, like, it, it, it's one thing to get, um to check all of this like to check all those spectrums but it's also another thing to to see how valid the spectrums are look into their past to see if they have done misinformation in the past and see if see their own standards see if their own like journalism integrity or journalism integrity plays a role of like a heavy role in what they 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 do so like so that's why can, i have a hard time with, with it Good okay. question to add to your point, right? How do you interpret someone's journalistic integrity? How do you how do you prove that? 
it's just by seeing if they have done something wrong in the past and how they have uh, uh, fixed it, how they have um, um, recovered, and how their how their career in a way has like been impacted by it. like if they have learned, if they have screwed up in the past and they have done good journalism since then, then I will pay them some mind. But if if, if they Learn, if, if they screw up and then they keep on screwing up or they or they get hired by like an, a questionable news agency then I'd be like maybe I should you know not look 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 at this so it's all about looking at the person who's even writing the, the story because that's how finicky it can be become mm-hmm. okay so then super quick I know it sounds like a simple question to us Raza but how, how do you check that? Where do you where are you checking to make sure that they apologize? Is it just going taking the diligence to go through Twitter, or do you Google the person's name? Uh, yeah, you you would Google them. You well not not just for like the apologizing sake, but like just to see what they have done since then, since they apologized because uh, uh, actions speak louder than words. But right? Physically, so, like, you, how do you get that information? You 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 would yeah oh just. Google it, uh, looking into if other people are, are writing on them, uh, checking, just, just checking their own diligency posts then by looking at what they have done or um, written or like created by simply okay. going on Google. So then how do you recommend, like if I'm a, I'm a busy human, I'm your average Joe. I'm going to work nine to five every fucking day. I gotta go home. I gotta raise kids, right? Mm-hmm. What do I do mm-hmm. if I don't have time to double check those? So those there are these great apps that Bailey has shown me. It's called Grounded News, which actually takes all of the news sources and aggregates them together about and and then tells you how honest they are or how dishonest they are, and then it also shows you what side of the political spectrum. It is on far there, or where they are on the political spectrum. So everybody has a phone, right? So you 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 would ju- just download that, and then it's all at a glance for you. So even if if you're super bu- busy, you have that, that information right there for you, and easy to di- digest because it, it, it's it's built by journalists, but for public. Uh, cool. Consumption. Remind me, and I'll put that in the link of the description. So then that's, to summarize that, then from the Bailey and Raza tips, that's the reason I stuck to that, because I knew Raza would be nitty-gritty, so you round them together, right? Mm-hmm. So first is understanding the, the bias of the media and your own bias as reading it by getting diverse sources and making sure you're reading the opinions of many people. And then yes. you can understand where you sit on it and what the reality of is reality of the issue is. And then you proceed with Raza's uh, recommendations, right? Rather it be using Grounded, the app, so that you can look at multiple sources or other applications, as well as taking the time to just look up the journalists you're reading and the history of what they're writing about. Yes. So doing mm. the diligence of understanding yourself and how things are perceived and then doing the diligence of whoever is creating the content that you are then ingesting. Uh, it's literally like, and uh, this is a joke that not many will get, but it's literally like, like reading the hadiths of the 
Quran. That's what how I learned it from. If you're gonna, because you want to look at all the sources and to see if the sources are credible, and then the story will make will make sense. Hmm. That's cool. That's Sorry. a good way to reference it. I don't. I think that's awesome. Wine mom. Now it's pro yeah. tip time. <laughs> Honestly, when it, I would just say like, just have compassion for people who are not able to, I guess, research the same opinions and like look around at different information the way that you would yourself. I think for myself, whenever I'm looking at um, information that maybe doesn't align with my own opinion, but I'm trying to get an informed answer is like, I try to, like I said earlier, I just try to discredit each side until I find like something in the middle that that's fair and makes sense. Mm -hmm. But again, I also, I like, I, I agree with you guys in the sense of like, go on Google and, and, you know, look at the people who are writing the articles and double check and do all that stuff as well. But I think like, also it's important to like actually pay attention to like the political arguments that are happening. And I really think more people should watch like the debates and stuff that happen because you learn a lot of information there, not just like what they're actually voting on and what the decisions are in politics, but you start to understand like where the misinformation actually is coming from. Um, and that's because I've watched a lot of these debates and I've seen a lot of straight up misinformation be said in the debates and then the next day it's in an article as like leading news yeah, but it was yeah. it was literally just an argument towards a different political point to try and force that person into a corner so it's like be careful what you take as fact because it's not always fact yes you know yes. 100%, 100%. just be just be a little bit be me yeah. be, like be critical of the people the that fancy, you're the fancy you gotta use the legal term, wine mom. You gotta prove beyond a reasonable doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what you're you know doing jokes? pretty much. Do you do you deal with jokes? If nobody knew us, people would think wine mom. No, people wouldn't think that Bailey and I went to journalism school because we're being schooled by wine mom here. <laughs> Literally. Hey, wait, we're doing but, okay. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you guys have a lot more information. Like you're well, you're way more versed than I am. But I'll say, like, for me, I'm less interested in, like, reading articles and stuff. I'm actually more interested in listening to the politicians argue. Because I feel like that's where you get a lot of, like, clear responses to certain policy, certain, like, rhetoric, and, like, how different sides sort of think. So, like, in that sense, like, when you hear a liberal argue against a conservative, you get a very clear point of view of, like, who thinks what way and what sort of narrative is going to come out the next day based on what you've just watched. I guess Bailey's going to disagree valid. with me. Uh, well, because you what you I say hear is true. My is tingling right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> what you say is Sorry, true, but... but it's like, again, when I, like when you're educating yourself on the political system, it's like those debates aren't necessarily, it's very good to understand the misinformation and where they're going to be bullshitting, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily where the change is going to be happening or as you're reading the news where the actual impactful decision, like you're watching a debate between uh, the left and the right aren't really going to help us understand what is going to happen during war measures. You know what I mean? Like, there's... right, which you're correct. I'm not going to discredit you in that sense. Like, you're 
you're correct in what you're saying. But what I'm saying is a lot of times they provide proof in those arguments. So it's like, mm -hmm. let's say the liberal is pushing <laughs> some narrative and the conservatives want to agree or discredit. It gives them the opportunity to actually like have multiple parties stand up and actually say where money is going, what they're doing, who's organizing what. So you're getting a little bit of like a, I guess it's like kind of, it's almost as if it's like a secret, but it's not. So you're, you, that's kind of how I feel about it. But again, like you take I that see. information, but still research it on your own. I'm not saying don't. I see why, I see where you're coming from. I just giggle because it's like, I, I'm with it. It's just until you get a trumpito, then you get a trumpito and then, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. then the whole thing. thing's blown up. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Uh, like the orange man's uh, fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, as soon as you get someone who doesn't give a fuck about how the debates work, then what, how do yeah, you so understand then that's, what's Okay, real? so, right, so then that's my point. If you're not willing to look at all and all sides of politics, then maybe, like, you shouldn't be giving out your opinion. You can form an opinion, absolutely. Yeah, but, like, but if you you're not your... willing to expand your knowledge, then keep your opinion to yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah, but when you got a dude in office, you've got no choice. You're watching the debates. You're not learning anything when he's just willing to just, like... Right, but that's not sleepy, the only sleepy, you watch. Sleepy Joe, you know what I'm saying? Right, which you're right, Bailey, but, again, if that's the only debate you're watching, you have a bigger problem. Okay, touche. Valid. Like valid I point. like I like I'll say throughout this that's been going on in the Ukraine, I'm watching all the NATO debates because I want to understand what's going on, who's having what opinion, why, what historical meanings they have in order to actually understand the opinions that are being for moving forward and how people are like using old opinions to create new politics. You know what I mean? If that even yeah. makes any sense. But it's no, like it does. I just say, like, it's the same thing when you're talking about, like, court proceedings. If, if you're thinking about law, do you know how much you can learn about general law just from watching one true crime proceeding? So much information there. So it's like, challenge yourself and, like, look at those other things and see what's there. What, Raza? No, no, it's okay. I was just reading something. Uh, no, no, I, I agree with, with you. Um, yeah, I'm rocking with on that. you. It's because, like, like, like you, like you have to, like yeah, challenge people's like standpoints in order mm -hmm. to understand where they're coming from. And like back on on the Trump on on the Trumpita point, is this like what we're talking about works in general type of like debates? But then once you have people like QAnon or or Trumpito uh, mofo's, then you're like it's sort of turned on on if if its head. Yeah. And, um, like, yeah. so you have to, like, sort of understand, it's hard to, but you have to understand the other side's point of view, which is yeah. very, very hard to do. If you're so, to round off, so to round off the pod, I want to reinforce the fun message that we ended off the last one with, right? Is that it's, like, why mom's super supportive shit of, like, it's okay to sit back and say, I need to take the time to do some more reading, you know? Whenever mm -hmm. you're stepping into a situation... Like, it's important to prioritize how you feel entering it and also acknowledging your own understanding of the situation, which is very difficult yeah. for many to do. And that will help avoid conflict and all the nasty stuff you don't want to deal with nowadays. Again, no matter what you believe. Mm -hmm. 
Can we can we get a positive hoorah? Yay. Just know your sources <laughs> and check them. And then do what Line Mom said. Come back. Be home. pragmatic. Come on. Be, yeah, be, real, be realistic about your expectations and then mm -hmm. just understand. That's all you need to do. Well, as humans, we have a hard time understanding each other. So once we get that, I think a lot of problems will be solved. Yes. So I'm on board with that. Thank you, kids. There's, I like to there's think a that positive was, sunshine right there. I think you did it. I think you did it. And thank you, Wine Mom. I think you brought a very valid perspective and helped uh -huh. balance out our preachiness by helping bring like a very human look at it all. So now to give you a more human look, Raza has selected a tweet of the day that is oh, okay. very relatable for everybody. Not to everybody. Right. It's it, just him. Just him. So, yeah. Raza's tweet you, of the day is on screen. You'll see. Yeah. Okay. It now says, do you guys ever jerk off six times before 5 a.m.? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's related. <laughs> that's definitely. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> your throat. Yeah. <laughs> good one. I respect yeah. it. Yo, yeah. come on. Yeah. It doesn't get that wild, though. All right. It's just, you know, I start the day early. So sometimes habits start early too, you know. Self-care routines. Nobody asked him about that. Man's got to right? moisturize <laughs> already. You know what I mean? Really? Come on. <laughs> you're literally, you're literally uh, incriminating yourself without. <laughs> no, I didn't even have to. It's early evening. Relax. <laughs> the best time to do it is like once the day is done. Once you're just. Just winding down. This man is a wild man. He's just like, it's the first thing I do. <laughs> I, I mean, go right it's called it's calisthenics, okay? So, wine mom, give us, I want to throw it to you impromptu. Give us the, the call to actions before we sign off and go to the just chatting. Oh, um, so this is the end of the podcast. If you want to, right, if you want to watch me talk shit to these two idiots, then you should join us when we're live, which is going to be in the next few minutes for everybody who's watching now. But for the listeners, it's Mondays at 6 p.m. That's when we record. Come hang out. And then around 730, 7 o'clock, talk shit. Thank you. And get hit. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, we're going. We put on the outro, and then we'll be right back. Just chatting. The outro's on for just a minute. See you soon, Later, kids. See you soon. Losers. Thank you again for watching us badly talk about these these topics. You can follow us on Twitch, marching into madness, all one word, no space. On the gram, marching underscore into underscore madness, and on Patreon at Patreon com slash marching into madness and again on lay discord a at marching into madness join us and bailey will pay you 10 whole canadian dollars <laughs> you can follow whitey at <laughs> media on the insta you must definitely Follow the life of our of our whole podcast, Wine Mom at X Wine Mom X because the year's two thousand and two, and we still have have the X in our names.
and me, your favorite uh, brown boy, at underscore r dot r malik un- underscore. Thank you for the third time. We love you. Drink some milk and be healthy. Remember, kids, say no to school and yes to <laughs> <laughs> It's like such bad advice. It's like here we put this well-formulated podcast together with good insight on facts and truth and political points and social issues. Don't go to school, dude. Oh, God. Bailey was supposed to be shouldn't be near school after saying that. <laughs> like, Bailey listens to me say the sentence, and he goes, mm, "Maybe I should say my sentence now." 